0: You're good to go. Merry thickmas, and of course, welcome to Building Bridges. I am Sebi. I'm Jan, and there's no
1: Dave again. So we're again like lo- like lost Bermuda Triangle, I would say <laughs> <laughs> this time.
0: Yes, Dave is already in holiday mood and already gone for his well-deserved winter vacation. Uh, we're still here uh, to bring you a very new interview because, of course, Christmas also means thickness. And, you know, I don't think it's even Christmas for me without some Albanian competition to watch anymore. It's traditional.
1: Usually it was that way that uh, Fikmas was kind of a start of a Eurovision season. But um, we just realized that 2024 class (laughs) was starting to kick in a little bit earlier, you know, so it's pretty much just you know, one of the national finals we would say. It's I not even know. the first national
0: final yeah. of the year. If it goes on like that, at some point Albania will be the last country to choose.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well,
0: exactly. As you said, Czechia chose its representative and it was aika with pedestal, which was very surprising for many fans. Um you can check out Dave's and my review on buildingbridgespod.com. But Jan, you did not give your opinion yet. So tell us, what do you think about the check entry? Oh, well, there's no actually,
1: there's no real excuse about why I didn't do that. was just like as the listeners might notice, we are, you know, as we're in three different countries, you know, living three different lives and sometimes some, some of the stuff can just not happen but like pedestal i have to say that um uh, listening to the studio version it's it's actually a good song it's i would say it's it's a very solid pop rock entry which is you know more pop away more than rock anyway with rock elements i would say but it's nice it's you know it's different uh maybe well yes the live version isn't maybe it's not the way it should be at the beginning, but luckily she still has like, you know, almost half a year of time to prepare, which is yeah. a good thing. A lot of artists, they don't have such amount of time. So kudos yeah. to to ESCZ, to, um, I would say, being one of the beginners, beginners of the season. Um, I would say also that ESCZ was such a great uh, thing to see that they're trying to, you know, uh, involve and and to develop you know a great national selection um it will be you know after last year's top 10 result from vesna it was definitely a huge pressure to put on a good show and select a good song yes. and i have a feeling that that Ico will will um deliver the way as she should in malme next year in sweden
0: yeah, let's hope so. I mean, I agree. It's uh, a lot of time to practice. And also, you, know, you can't really compare it to the big Eurovision stage yet. It was a small stage. It wasn't, you know, the best audio mixing. So I think, yeah, we can really judge this performance. Of course. But
1: yet again, uh, we I think we can applaud them for, for, for an effort. And I think they've done a great opening of the season. Um, it's, sometimes it's so hard, you know, to talk about the songs that, they belong to 2024 season, but yet again, if you look on your calendars, wherever you are, it's still 2023 for the ones who didn't notice that just yet. Yeah. <laughs> we're here to let you know.
0: <laughs> we got like eight uh, artists revealed already. It's crazy. It's insane. Yeah. And it's insane. the most recent one was Ollie Alexander for the UK. And yes. I think you were the most excited one about that among the three of us. So I tell- mean, Yes. <laughs> The thing is, uh, um, uh,
1: the, the ones who didn't saw our social media, um, Dave Sebi and, and myself, we met in Vienna um, last weekend, and ahead of the Christmas, I think that was the best year to, you know, wrap up our first year as a um, podcast. So once yeah. again, even though we said it so many times, thank you for being here. <phone rings>
2: Hey guys, I hope you can hear me. I am smack in the middle of Qatar Day celebrations in Souq Waqif in downtown Doha. I just wanted to call in and say have a great, uh, great holidays, uh, and to thank you again for the wonderful few hours the other day in Vienna. You uh, you saved what was an awful 36-hour travel day with Air Canada into just a, such a wonderful experience. And of course, I hope all the listeners are um, going to have a great holiday as well. Get some rest and relaxation because January is going to heat up again and be really busy with lots of Eurovision stuff on the go. So have a great Christmas, great New Year, and uh, see you in 2024.
1: But uh, yes, while, we, while we, we met, we obviously discussed um, UK entry uh, or entrant because we don't have an entry yet. Um, I would say I, I, I was I was pleasantly surprised. I don't know what's with UK, but whenever Eurovision is in Malmo for the last ten years, they're sending big names. You know, like in twenty thirteen when they sent, yeah, with Bonnie Tyler, and this time with Ollie Alexander. But um, I, I'm I was uh, I am still a huge fan of years and years, and it's such a great way to see you know an artist uh like established artist who performed with the biggest names you can you can count you know like he performed with with Kylie Minogue with Sir Elton John with two legendary Pet Shop Boys like the list is never ending and i'm trying to think that you know this is somehow uh uk getting you know back in the serious game um sending a good song uh hopefully a good performance by Ollie as well and um, I was so excited. Of course, I was. And I can't wait to hear for the song in the upcoming months.
0: Yeah. I mean, I have to say, in general, we have such a diverse lineup already. And like, um, yeah. we have, I'm still really excited for Marina Sati and Greece. I really think this will be very, very good. I have high hopes for that. And she's a huge name as well. Then we have Joost Klein for the Netherlands, who uh, had like, number one hit in like here and germany and switzerland everywhere like um it's really shaping up and i think um after lorraine everyone's like okay what we have to level up our games for this year. (laughs) exactly
1: i would say the same because it's you know always when it comes to like such a huge success obviously broadcasters they know that eurovision isn't, isn't the cheap projects um a lot of times it's they're the it's their biggest project of the year and if they're thinking smart enough they're trying to think you know uh wise and select the entry they could really you know stand by themselves uh on this mm-hmm. on this journey so i would say it's 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 um, a great year so far uh it didn't even start yet but as i <laughs> said we got eight amazing artists we should not forget uh i mean i will be a little bit lo- local patriot here um, we shouldn't forget Raven, who was pretty much in the cards for quite some time. And yeah. it was the name which was, you know, cruising around the um, Eurovision fandom for so long, for what, for seven years? Since she yeah, really yeah. first performed the demo. So I think we're in for a great, great, great selection. I, I hope that mm-hmm. the songs will be as good as, as the artists that were announced
0: this year. Yeah. And as we know, it won't end with eight artists. We will have the Albanian artist, of course, before the new year will begin. And of course, we talked to Big Basta, who will be on the fixed stage with his partner Veza Luma. I looked and they will actually open the second semifinal on Thursday. So I think that's Ooh. always an indicator that it will be a banger, as they already teased. Let's hear it. Hi, everyone. This is Big Basta, Ooh.
3: People know me as the same as uh, i mean as my name gerald and this is building bridges podcast and we're talking about Euro song and eurovision and welcome everyone
0: thank you so much you're quite a big name in the Albanian music scene, I must say. We've looked up some of your past, some of your uh, work from the past. And do you maybe want to start telling us like how you got into music and what your journey briefly, what your journey has been so far?
3: Yeah, the, I mean, journey has been good, but uh, so I, I started, uh, I started music. I mean, uh, I've been in the music industry since 2003 and I'm only 37 years old and uh, it's, it's been it's been quite tough because in the beginning because i'm a rap writer but first of all you know rap wasn't quite approached here in albania rap music but i was only influenced by the uh, by the uh, positive rap artists so the the ones that the lyrics uh apply only that, that positive energy, which, which we all need. And it was quite tough. Uh, but then people got used to, people got used to me as a, as a name and as as a creator, music creator. And so I started doing some collaborations with big names back then. And then it just, it just started just like that, you know, I went up and up and up and, uh, but, uh, the other thing that I did was uh, songwriting, so I started writing lyrics for the other artists, and I, I can say that I, uh, I made I made lyrics uh, for maybe like sixty to seventy percent of the whole uh, Albanian music industry. So the uh, the artists that are here, and I, I was also I was also part of Eurosong, but as a lyric writer with uh, Linda Halimi in uh, two thousand and sixteen. And it was it, it was it was quite a coincidence because in 2016 the Eurozone was held in uh, Ukraine, right? And the song was talking about uh, uh, was talking about a better world and and uh, why should we have wars and stuff like that. And but it, it, so people people uh, people had a very very good uh, 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 review of uh, of that song. And then I, I paused for about. Six years, because it was it was it was a professional pause for me because I just I just didn't want to be repetitive. I'm I'm scared of the repetition, and uh, so it kind of felt good. I left uh, I left. I just wanted to live in New Zealand, you know, quite a peaceful place. Mm-hmm. And then I came back to Albania, full of projects, full of uh, you know new music, and yeah. yeah. So I'm mm-hmm. hoping that everything will be will be better now.
1: Um, it's it's quite obvious that um, as an artist, you probably had some musical influences. What kind of music did you listen to while growing up?
3: Well, while growing up, you know, uh, I was, uh, you know, I was always uh, uh, listening to that positive rap, you know, that uh, so uh, Lupi Fiasco was one of the artists that, that I used to listen to. So uh, and then uh we had uh, we had bands like uh the, uh Fort Minor. And then you know even Tupac, you know, I mean sometimes it was positive, sometimes it wasn't, but you know, I I just I just got that positive uh uh message from him. And then I mean just, uh, the usual hip hop artists, but then I uh uh, so my music taste is not limited only in hip hop, you know. So I'm um, I, I listen to everything. So I listen to house music, dance music, and pop music as well. So I I love music, not just hip hop. Yeah.
2: Okay, so we're the the building bridges podcast, and you've already mentioned that you spent some time in New Zealand. So that would be a very big bridge for us to build between Albania and New Zealand. So d- right. was it your was it your music career that brought you to New Zealand?
3: No, I, I just wanted to pause. I just wanted to pause from the music career. You know, uh, I think as an artist, we, we all need, uh, we all need a pause, you know, sometimes. And, uh, it was, it was quite a big step for me and, and, uh, for my family to, to, to move to New Zealand for, uh, for five to six years. I mean, actually it was, I, I, I wasn't expecting to, to be that long, but, uh, the COVID-19 hit there and New Zealand was, was quite tough, you know, with the rules and restrictions. And so we were we were experiencing that uh, I don't know while the whole world were, uh, was experiencing almost six months we we were experiencing close to two years lockdown you know as Oakland you know in the the city that I used to live it was quite tough actually but I, I wasn't expecting that to stay there for that long but yeah I, I was practicing music there as well some DJing. Somehow, you know, with the Albanian, uh, with the Albanian community, and that was good, you know, because uh, it, it's it's only 600 Albanians there, you know. It's I think it's the only uh, the only developed country in the world that you have uh, such a small Albanian community, you know, because everywhere else in the world, you know, you have full of Albanians, you know. <laughs> but it it was good it was good actually it was a very very good experience yeah and yeah. It, it it helped my inspiration honestly
2: yeah yeah i think no matter what you do uh, in life you always need a break
0: <laughs> yeah,
3: awesome. yeah. yeah yeah
0: well you already mentioned uh lindida and of course you won Festival ikengis as a songwriter in 2016 and then went to ukraine in 2017 yeah um how did that whole uh, lyric change come about because you know it was originally in an albanian and then was changed into english for um eurovision was that something you supported uh whose idea was it uh,
3: uh, uh yeah uh, uh, I- i think it was uh, it was the idea of everyone you know because uh, the message didn't change though yeah uh, so so the lyrics and the words, yeah they, they had to change that had to be uh, brought in uh, in english yeah. so that it could have more more of a uh, you know uh, uh, a bigger understanding you know so that we we don't we don't want to let people go and translate their lyrics straight away so in english i think it was it was the right choice you know yeah.
2: And we, we went back and looked at some of the footage from uh, from Kiev in twenty seventeen and did yeah. we did we spot you in the green room? Because at one point the host Timur, goes over yeah, was, and have a chat. I was
3: in the green room. <laughs> that was you. So how
2: how was that experience?
3: Well, oh, it was amazing. Eurosong, it's amazing. Eurosong and, and uh, I mean uh, fan, I mean the everyone in the world knows Eurosong, you know, and it's massive in terms of recognition, you know? And uh, uh, fans are amazing fans as well. But the media and everything, it, it it was a different experience, honestly. And it felt it felt very good. It felt very, very good. And and we were a very good crew back then, you know, with Lindita and uh uh with uh the crew from uh, uh the Albania Radio Television. But it was good. It was a good experience. It makes you
1: feel like you're one of the biggest super superstars in the music industry, isn't it? Because like in this bubble, which is going for what for two weeks, you know, it makes you feel like you're the number one or a songwriter or artist, and I I'm sure it's it's a good motivation, I would say, right? Yeah,
3: it is motivational, but it, it it's I mean it's a big responsibility, you know. It's not just, it's not just about how you feel. It's about a big responsibility because, uh, since you're representing your country, I mean, at, at that time it wasn't me You know, I was just the, 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 the lyric writer, the, the songwriter, but you're representing your country, you know? And so, uh, you gotta be careful of, uh, of, uh, how your attitude must be, you know, because you're representing the whole country. So it's a big responsibility. So I, I don't think you have time of, of thinking, uh, that you should feel big You know Because the audience keep, Keeps growing Anyway You know uh, Once you're there Once you're in uh, Your song Because I told you It's a big It's a big event
1: so speaking from, um, I would say from uh, Tirana, we go or oh, from Kiev, we go back to Tirana. You yeah. uh, actually performed in so many festivals and shows before. Yeah. What made you decide to submit your song to RTSH for uh, Festivali Kengas this year? What was the main yeah. decision? Saying, oh, that's the song that I'm going to send to to go there.
3: I see Festival Kangas because I was. Uh, I, I always I mean. I always brought material to the songwriter there, you know, and so my career as a songwriter in Festival Congress went from uh, the tenth place to the sixth place, and then the fourth place, and then the third, and then the second, and then boom, you know, with with Lindita. So I think the Festival Congress uh, it's 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 the right place to promote yourself and to uh, and to give the public a very uh a very good creation of you and festivati congress really does that really does promote you well and it's it's the festival that uh that is i i think it's a people's festival you know because it's from a from a uh public television you know it's not it's not from a private television uh uh channel so you it's it's everyone and so i wanted i wanted my song my creation uh to be to be part of that festival idea. because i i was always you know i was always happy with the atmosphere there mm. and how how they organize it it's amazing it's amazing and of course it brings you the euro song as well you know if you win so of course. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well and this year you're not going to be on stage by yourself you'll be with your wife actually so, um, I mean, how does that come about? How different is it, you know, being hired once to write a song for an artist, but then, you know, be on stage with your partner? That must be a completely different experience, right?
3: It is a different experience. It is. But that, that's how we wanted it to be. And because we feel that this year is more spiritual for us as, as a return, you know, in the uh, music industry. So, you know, and it's, it's quite tough. If you ask me, you know, because you have to work with your wife, and it's, uh, but, but she's amazing. She's very professional. She's a very well known artist. Mm-hmm. And we have common ideas and we had common inspiration and everything. So I, I'm, I'm quite happy with the song, uh, how it came out to, to, uh, as, as it came out, you know? Uh,
1: is this like a one off, or do you have plans to continue with Kangas? What are the plans <laughs> right now?
3: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So in my in my second album, she was uh, she was invited in track, and then uh, in her album as well, uh, I was invited. So yeah, we we gotta keep uh, collaborating together. So it's it's nothing new for us because you know we're in the same house, so we it's, it's easier for us. Yeah.
2: So we suspend, and the songs won't be revealed. They won't be published before they go live in December. So at this stage without, you know, getting yourself into any trouble or anything, is there anything you can say about maybe the genre or, or anything about the song so far? A little teaser, maybe? It's,
3: uh, so it's a very, very, uh, felt song, you know, very deeply felt song. And it's going to bring positive energy to whoever will listen to it. Uh, to it. And, uh, the genre will be uh, a mixture of genres between my genre, like hip-hop, and the uh, pop genre that, that uh, my, my partner does, uh, sing. And so that's it. It's all about positivity. The The world needs positivity right now, and we we expect and we hope to bring that.
0: Yes. Well, you said already you worked together with so many Albanian musicians before and wrote many songs. Um, I'm sure you know a lot of the other contestants already. Uh, Is there anyone in particular where you think, oh, they might be a big uh, challenge, you know? Or Or stand out, yeah. Yeah,
3: (laughs) I mean, I see it sometimes like that, but at the end of the day, I just see it like everyone is my colleague there and, and we know each other. So I know everyone there and they're very good. They're very talented artists. So this year is a, is a very big, uh, uh, festival. So I I wish all the best to everyone, honestly, because I know how, uh, how hard they work. And I know it's not going to be easy for us because everyone is, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's at, at, at a good level so at, at a big level. So I hope we, we have fun, everyone, you know, so that, that's our goal, you know, so our goal is, uh, to make a very good, uh, uh appearance there and, uh, to, to, to make a good show and, uh, for the song for the message of the song to be transmitted to everyone. And, I wish everyone the best, you know, but so, I mean, at the end of the day, I, I, I want us to win, but I wish everyone to, to, to win and have a good time, you know? So it's not, it's so, not, it's not a, it's not a biggie for me right now. You know, That that thing, I just want to have fun right now. I just want to have fun.
1: And this is what it's all about, I would say, and uh, since you said the song is going to be a nice mix of, of uh, rap and pop and without yep. ruin, ruining anything, can you give us some clues about how you want the staging to look like? So what are your ideas, what do you want to show up on this uh, stage? Uh,
3: we, yeah, we are we are brainstorming about that right now, so uh, I, I, I can't give you any details because I don't have any details. But we will work out something, something very, uh, I mean, very good and, very, and uh, very particular.
1: So you're working on something that you will be proud of once you will go off stage and think, you know, I did a good job absolute, there. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. exactly.
2: Well, every absolute. every country is different. Some countries want the staging submitted with the songs. Some countries, I guess, like Albania, you can do it after. So, yeah, every country is different.
3: Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, uh, I mean, uh, according to the, to the professionality that, uh, that Festival comes has, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not afraid of anything, you know, so I'm, um, I, I can think about, I can think about the performance a little bit later than, uh, than, uh, I mean, uh, after I created the song and I know that they're gonna, that they're gonna do it professionally. So it's, it's fine, you know?
2: So we know you follow Eurovision because you've been involved already. You went once to Kiev, but is this something that you watch often? Do you do you get a chance to watch it every year? Have any favorite songs or any favorite memories besides when you went yourself?
3: Yeah, uh, I mean, I've, I've been watching the uh, the Italian artists honestly. You know, during the years, and they they have quite a quite good uh, material, quite good songs that, that they brought in uh, uh, Eurosong, But then you have the, the Swedish, you know, so they're they always up and up. I mean, uh, last year's performance of, uh, of France, of uh, Lazara was amazing. And uh, of course, like I said then all, all the Albanian performances, uh, uh, they're, they're good as well, you know, so uh, I follow them.
0: Yeah, well, I first of all, I want to thank you for the nice talk. Um, do you maybe have some final words to our listeners? From you know, they're from all over the world. Any message for them?
3: I think the only message that that uh, matters right now is peace, love, and unity. That's all I have for everyone.
2: Yeah.
3: So keep listening to Building Bridges. It's amazing, and I enjoy it yes. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. <laughs> One big Fale
1: Derit to Big Basta. Best of luck uh, to you and Vesa at uh, FIC in December to Festival of Kangas. And um, uh, we, we hope to see you in Malmo next year then.
3: Yes. Fale yes. you. Thank you very much. Uh, um, how do you say? Thank you. Fala? Uh,
1: yeah? Khwala, it is. Actually, it is in yeah, the in Yeah, the, okay.
3: And, well uh, done. <laughs> and, yeah thank you very much and, and uh, in, uh, in German I think it's uh, danke danke schön. yes exactly yeah okay yeah. and thank you very much thank you very much Dave from Canada thank you very thank much you. Thank you. I enjoyed uh, it. We've, we
2: have we have one more question that we forgot to ask because All we're, right. we're, we're right. gonna we're gonna we're gonna mention it obviously when we introduce the episode uh, how, can you tell us how to correctly pronounce the title of the song in Albanian? Because I think it means supernatural in English, right? It is supernatural.
3: And in Albanian, it's B Naturale. It's okay, uh-huh.
1: so a hard hard B, okay. So, mbi Naturale. Naturale, okay, yeah. Well, B Naturale. Yeah.
3: yeah, it is. M, you know, in the beginning, and then you go mbi Naturale. Right.
1: B Naturale. Perfect.
3: Perfect. Thanks a lot. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
2: okay. Well, thank you, guys. Thanks Good again. Brema. Thank you. Bye. Thanks
0: a lot. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much to Big Basta from us once again. And uh, at
1: this point, we would like to invite you to our website, buildingbridgespod.com. You will see all the latest news and updates, episodes and everything you need to know about, about the upcoming Eurovision 2024 season. Uh, don't forget don't forget to follow us on our social media. We'll build bridges spot pretty much everywhere you look. So happy Fikmas. And Merry and, um, Christmas
0: of course or whatever
1: else you're celebrating. Yes. And we will, you know, see you very soon. Bye.
0: Big Basta, who will uh, be joining Thick this year along with his but vi- along with his wife wa- <laughs> <laughs> uh- <laughs> And of course we talked to one of them who is Big Basta. He will be on the Thick stage with his wife. If you just say you will be
1: performing with Because this is getting nowhere, mean, This is getting nowhere <laughs>